0: Welcome to Zero Knowledge. I'm your host, Anna Rose. In this podcast, we will be exploring the latest in zero knowledge research and the decentralized web, as well as new paradigms that promise to change the way we interact and transact online. I get together with my amazing ZK podcast co hosts, Tarun, Guillermo, Nico, and Kobe, to do a look forward at 2024 in ZK. We cover emerging ideas for the coming year, research predictions, dream applications, the best case scenario for ZK, the worst case scenario for ZK, the most likely case, black swans, and more. We also do a very brief look back at 2023 with Nico and Kobe, who are missing from our last episode. And we give you some insights into upcoming events. Speaking of upcoming events, before we kick off, I want to share a little bit about ZK Hack 4 online. This four-week event runs from January 16th to February 6th. This is not a hackathon, but more like a crash course in ZK. It's pretty unique as an event, as it combines three things over the span of four weeks. It is a live virtual workshop series where we meet every Tuesday to learn about new ZK tools, It's also a CTF-like puzzle hacking competition with three puzzles running over the four weeks. And it's a job fair where you could connect with and get to know your future employer in a very casual virtual setting. In this episode, we're going to be sharing more about the puzzles themselves and how they're going to be running. So stay tuned to the end of the episode where we cover that. The geometry research team has built the puzzles this time around, and so they're going to be sharing a bit more about what they have planned. We are very excited to announce our workshop partners, Risk Zero, who's presenting on January 23rd, and Polygon Labs, who are presenting on January 30th. Be sure to check those out. And also join us for our first session happening on January 16th. In this session, we go over the entire event, how it runs, what to expect. We will then be doing something called the ZK Jargon Decoder session, and this will be me, Nico, and Kobe. You'll hear a little bit more about this as well later on in the episode. And then at the end of that first session on January 16th, we kick off our first puzzle. So I really recommend you join us for that just to get to know this event. This is our fourth time running this online event. It's a great way to get to know the zk hack community from all over the world without needing to travel. And yes, I hope to see you there. I've added the link in the show notes. Now, Tanya will share a little bit about this week's sponsor. Alio is a new Layer 1 blockchain that achieves the
1: programmability of Ethereum, the privacy of Zcash, and the scalability of a rollup. Driven by a mission for a truly secure internet, Alio has interwoven zero-knowledge proofs into every facet of their stack, resulting in a vertically integrated Layer 1 blockchain that's unparalleled in its approach. Alio is ZK by design. Dive into their programming language Leo and see what permissionless development looks like offering boundless opportunities for developers and innovators to build ZK apps. As Alio is gearing up for their mainnet launch in Q1, this is an invitation to be part of a transformational ZK journey.
0: Dive deeper and discover more about Alio at alio.org. And now, here's our episode. Today, we are doing our look forward at 2024. And I want to welcome my amazing co-hosts. We have Nico, Kobe, Tarun, and Guillermo with us today. Welcome, everybody. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Happy to be here. What's up? Happy 2024. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: right. we're here. So the plan for today is to definitely look forward at 2024 in the ZK space. But we have two of our co-hosts, Nico and Kobe, who were not present in our last session where we did a look back at 2023. So I actually want us to spend some time at the beginning of this episode talking to them about what they experienced or what what sort of stood out to them in 2023. And before we do any of this, any look back or look forward, I usually don't have to mention this because we always talk about tech, but given that we're doing predictions, I will just say a quick, this is not advice or anything in what you should invest in, obviously. I feel like that should go without saying, but I figured I'd throw it out there since we are kind of trying to predict. Yeah. Okay. So let's kick off our look back at 2023. Nico, Kobe, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah. Well, for me, research wise, 2023 was super interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we had the whole folding saga at the beginning. Then we had all the like the return of GKR. You know, like all, all this like lasso stuff, log up stuff. Um, and then around the end, we had Binus come up. So I think 2023 was super research heavy. And that's part of what I'm looking forward to in twenty twenty-four. It's gonna be like people experimenting with all this stuff.
0: What about you, Kobe? What do you remember from twenty twenty three?
1: Yeah, I think I think that um the the last year I gave it a theme and I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it the year of lookups or was it the year of Twenty twenty three. No, twenty twenty two.
3: Twenty two, I think you would have said lookups.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think that, um, that recently what, well, what we've seen is that a lot of new folding work has come out. And I think that there is much bigger hope that we can use proving systems for use cases that haven't been possible before. And yeah, we'll talk about it more later. But more generally, I've been very encouraged to see topics like identity come up. Uh, for 2023. That was very, very strong for me. Mm-hmm. And something that I've been waiting for for many years. And additionally, the ability to use ZK by people that don't have ZK training, let's say mm. it like that. And I think that's also something that has become just more recently practical. So those those have been really influential for me.
0: Cool. Would you say, though, that 2023, research-wise, was the year of folding?
1: Good question. I need to, to <laughs> review it. But I, I, li- I like making these themes, but let, let's tentatively call it like that, I
0: guess. Okay. Except for at the end, Binius comes in, which exactly. is some, something else. Okay. And then he
1: shuffles all the cards, right? So <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the fun we part. We can give it two halves, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. First half is folding, and second half is. Generic ECC-based
4: constructions. Error-correcting code, not... i go going further.
3: Like, for the past years, we've been obsessed with putting proofs on-chain and having smart contracts verify proofs. So in that context, you want, like, the smallest possible proof, the shortest possible verifier. And we sort of obsessed over that. Um, so you get to growth 16, and we're happy. But if you start dialing it back and be like, oh, I want proofs happening on, I don't know, a consumer laptop, and I don't care who verifies then you dial it back and you go back to things like GKR, Binyas, or like back, not really back in the case of Binyas. But you start loosening the requirements of small proofs
0: Mm.
3: for the requirements of fast provers. And I think that was the theme for at least the second half of 2023. Even folding actually is sort of in that direction.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to also bring up something, (laughs) because when we did our look back at 2023, last month. I hadn't really prepped that much for that. <laughs> like we we just sort of spontaneously were together and we're like, let's make it the 2023 look back. But today I actually had a chance to listen to our 2023 predictions. Extensive and, preparation. Yeah. And I want to bring up Uh-oh. Uh-oh. like two, two three things that we covered. So Tarun, your big question at the time was like, what is the what is the asset class, kind of the asset that oh, will define the next year. And to give examples of previous assets, you'd been like um, sort of the LP token, the the strategy bearing tokens or, or asset, like things like what Yearn was doing. Those were past ones. And yeah, you were trying to predict a future one. You had one about ZK.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Which was about... Because there are none of them now. (laughs) I don't think
0: it (laughs) happened, but it was something like being able to go cross-chain with ZK proving, like, liquidity on one chain Mm. to another. Do you remember this at all?
2: Uh, Yeah, I I, I, I vaguely remember saying that, but I I don't remember precisely what (laughs) I (laughs) said. (laughs) <laughs> for being Sorry, totally, totally honest you guys on the I, spot. I, I will say i will say i think that like sort of happened i feel like some of the bridges do kind yeah. of do that but they all are kind of still half-assed like i don't think they've crossed the chasm to what we talked about so
0: yeah they're not like the defining asset guillermo yeah. you had one which was future claims for interchain mev ah cross-chain promises also
2: doesn't no one yeah. cares about that
0: nobody cares <laughs> no. really oh shit
2: it's just there's not that there's not that much of, of, of cross-chain mev okay. that's right
1: not yet <laughs> 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 yeah not yet May,
2: maybe at some well point. I, I i think you need the former thing of like the bridged liquidity yeah. mm-hmm. first yeah, yeah. then people are fine doing it but i feel like no one wants to take the risk of waiting on the on the bridge right now
0: mm. Was there some big theme for 2023 that you could kind of summarize in that context, in that thing you had sort of suggested, Trune? Something that did work? What is the asset of 2023?
2: Alt layer ones. So I don't know. Like, there's not really much. Unfortunately, all the assets that, that got liquidity were not necessarily new assets. Uh, they were the, the old assets getting new money. Okay. It's sad. <laughs>
0: sad sad 2023 well because well, like
2: because like because like I feel like a lot of the tech technical stuff didn't lead to new assets this year like yeah. there was a lot of technical advancements that like mm-hmm. didn't you know instead we got a ton of dog shit meme coins right like we didn't get we didn't get like with hats much we get yeah, exactly we got like dogs with hats right we didn't get like we didn't get like ZK assets. We didn't get these kind yeah. of technical. But this podcast is about the highfalutin technical True, true. <laughs> desires. <laughs> yeah. so. It sounds
0: very like late stage bear market that you were this sort of mm-hmm. like rehashing. People were exhausted. That's why it's so exciting that we're now in 2024. We can properly put, I mean, 2023 wasn't bad. 2022 was rough. 2023 was okay. But I think it's still great to put it behind us. And now we can start looking forward. I had a few questions, or I I basically sent you all a few topics that we could cover. What I want us to do is a prediction, uh, and obviously predictions are flawed, and we're going to be creative here. We don't know what's going to come out correct, what's just an idea. Maybe something we'll predict now isn't really a 2024 prediction, but a later prediction. We'll see what comes. The first one that I wanted to talk about were the emerging ideas that we think could come in 2024. And so these are like, yeah, it's a it's a pretty broad like what is an idea? It's like concept. This is like theory proposals that we think might come this year. I mean, I have I have one that I it's
4: like more of a desiderata rather than like a real thing, but the merging of what feels like two very different currently strains of zk. Mm. Uh, into like one in a very deep way so so specifically something like like benius or like fry or like you know any one of these uh with some kind of high level like fancy cryptographic algebraic structure right like the kind of currently they're very separate things there's mm. like things that use deep cryptography <clears throat> there's things that use uh deep results and error correcting codes and those are kind of different uh, for the most part. Not not quite 100%, but for the most part different. Um, I, I think we'll... I hope maybe it's better the way of... The, the better way of saying it is sometime this year we'll see like a deep union between the two. Uh, in a way that's actually... You know, it's not what people are currently doing, which is they're proving something, for example, in Fry. And then using a second prover to construct a shorter proof that goes on chain via some kind of deep cryptographic techniques. So that's cool. that's my my prediction, my like research hope for this year <clears throat> is to see like a really really deep protocol that uses both things uh, and structure from both things in ways that are like very not obvious currently.
0: Nice. One one thing I've been thinking about, and I think it's ever since we did that episode, Kobe with um, Kostas and Ayush. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea of more Web two into Web three, more porting of identities from one to another. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, years ago, Mina was t- touting that with zk apps. What became zk apps was this idea that you could all of a sudden prove things in Web two. But I felt like, yeah, with that experiment, I just it seemed to me to be opening up something towards this this year, where. Maybe instead of just talking about like the technical of how to do that, we actually get to see use cases where it's super, super useful and interesting and yeah. uh,
3: I had used. that down too. Agree Did you? Completely. Yeah, yeah. ZK oh, email, cool. ZK login, um and all the sort of proving TLS session stuff. Mm-hmm. So like TLS notary and all the different constructions that do the same thing. Um I think those are gonna be super important.
1: Similarly, I think the identity work is like super important. I'm, I'm not sure how much on the research side yet. I, I do see that there's going to be advancements in, let's say, the implementation and performance side, and maybe some breakthroughs as to how to connect it in a more holistic way. Um, but some things that maybe it's less of a prediction, but more of a hope, um, is that some cryptographic primitives that have been less, how to call it, less profitable, uh, or like non non snarks so unrealized example,
2: profit unrealized <laughs>
1: something like that, so things like verifiable m p c and mm-hmm. potentially verifiable f h e um, those might end up being important for use cases later on, and um, I'm seeing seeds of interest in them, like mm-hmm. concrete interest, and maybe there's going to be either a breakthrough or at least some order of magnitude improvement there.
0: Would you say the reason we haven't seen that pick up is maybe because you can't make a blockchain with it?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely <laughs> one of the things. <laughs>
0: or maybe you can, they just
1: haven't figured out how to yet. Uh, I think some people are thinking about it. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's not, it's not as obvious. Uh, it's interactive sometimes, and it requires some new communication model that is not as convenient. And I think more... More concretely, one of the big explosions that we've seen for ZK was scaling. And there isn't something that is super figured out for those technologies yet. Mm. And now we see that people are having ideas as to what to do with these things. And they see that the community around them or the public starts to care more about the properties that these give you. Will potentially move away from something centralized Eventually, mm. uh, not not immediately, but eventually. So I think the combination of this might might lead to to more interest there. We'll see.
2: I I have the opposite take, unfortunately. <laughs> despite despite wanting to that to be true for yeah, epi- like for personal reasons, uh, which is I I actually think we're gonna see way more T stuff this year. Unfortunately, and oh, uh, like mm. o, Oram type of things. I think we're not going to see as much as of other stuff, like, like in practice, I feel like mm. there definitely feels, definitely feels like I've, I haven't seen that as much interest in a resurgence and in interest in TE stuff as I saw in like 2018. I feel mm-hmm. like TEs were yeah. like kind of dying. Maybe there was a little bit of a boot bump with flashbots, but then like, it seems like a bunch of people are like, ah, we're just going to go back to TE. So my mm-hmm. counter to, to Kobe's is I actually think the, unfortunate like occam's razor aspect of like well we'll trust
3: intel uh, is is, is going to happen you know until the next paper that says hey sgx is completely broken and then the hope dwindles again and
1: then the elevator week you know i don't
2: it'll be it'll be for exactly i feel like the half life of that thing is decreasing as as the more exploit it's yeah. it's like it should be increasing with the number of exploits but it's decreasing which is not good
1: by by the way i wouldn't be said if people do TEs, but they do it in ways that are better than they're doing it now. And mm. they have better security models and they thresholdize and all of this, I think that would actually not make me that sad if people use TEs to yeah. combine.
3: I mean those. as a defense in depth kind of mechanism, exactly. like combining it with other techniques.
1: Exactly.
0: On another topic for twenty twenty-four emerging prediction here is like, I think it's already kind of happening where all the roll-ups are ZK roll-ups.
3: <laughs> Eventually. What do you mean by ZK?
0: <laughs> some form of ZK. <laughs> no, like, I'm they're going to incorporate ZK yeah. somehow. I mean, I think we've seen it with some of the optimistic, big optimistic projects, like investing in ZK. I mean, I know it partly because they'll reach out to me all of a sudden for, like, the, the summit or something where I'm like... guys aren't ck but you know maybe they are a little bit so yeah i I wonder what do you think well
2: how fast or real do you think those efforts are because i actually think there is there's like many things moving at the same time it's not i'm not convinced they're like
1: pot committed let's put that way i think that might be
0: true yeah maybe they're just dabbling just exploring
1: I mean, how committed are they to fraud proofs in general? That's also a question. Right, right.
2: I, I think there's a lot of steps and along the way here that make it very, the make it a little more. I'm not 100 percent sure it's
4: worth. I, I wouldn't quite stand by the everyone's ZK roll-up statement. I guess my question is like, why did it become a thing now? You know, why did everyone decide to? Because it, it does, it does feel like it was a, it was a wave, right? It just kind of, yeah. A bunch of people were like, yeah, we should just. Do, Do the sync proof CK thing. Because like, bisection
2: proofs are impossible to audit. Like, honestly, they're really annoying to audit. Like, have you have you looked at the, the some of the bisection code base? It's like, I want to kill myself reading What
0: it. is that? Is that a fraud proof? Is fraud proof yeah, bisection? Yeah, it's, it,
2: it's, okay. it, it's like the sort of base algorithm within these types of fraud proofs. And okay. it's, it's just like, it, it's very hard to reason about the, st- the changes to state. Especially to particular applications, in, in a way that I, I feel like it's it's yeah the security being hundred percent sure the security of it's really hard. But then again, like hey, if, if no one really cares at all about these things, then maybe. <laughs>
3: maybe well, you can no, just but
2: one of whatever. the
3: reason could also be like the the zk rollups war are over. I guess the first zk rollup is out, and now these people who are like, oh, I'm not gonna get involved, suddenly think like, okay, here's the space I can get into.
0: Mm. Aren't the snarks also just like better, like how to use them, the sort of like down the line consequences have been mapped out a little bit. And so a lot of these teams are like, oh, that's how it works. Yeah. I
3: mean, if I we... say snarks are bad, I go out of business.
2: So <laughs> yeah. I kind of have to <laughs> say
3: that they're right. great, they're much better, they're the
0: best. <laughs> well, well,
3: I, I, I think another
2: way of thinking about it is like, suppose you did optimistic, you got a huge market cap, you have a ton of usage. The ZK rollups look like dog shit comparison like market cap and usage wise mm. for, for and for reasons they're not that are not their to the fault game. yeah they're later to the game they like it's hard to convince people to move their liquidity uh incentive programs aren't as sticky are stickier in, in in certain assets in certain ways bridge liquidity is more annoying like there's not as much you know there's tons of reasons that they're they're not like fundamental reasons like you know you could imagine the universe slightly mutating the time of, timeline of everyone. And then, you know, we would be talking about scroll or, or someone like that being like the largest TVL thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever, that that's just the way it is. But once you have a large market cap and large TVL, it becomes a lot easier to be like, hey, I can add all these features other people have, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really more what's happening. But it's not clear to me that there's like commitment of like, Disney hey, K. this is, yeah, yeah. It, it's more like it would be cool if we could do it.
0: Yeah. Do you think mm. there could be some other thing that comes up this year that like replaces both of those things? Is there anything replaces or like augments it's, We're, we're or talking like... economic versus cryptographic? But is there another kind of cryptography? I mean, yeah, you
4: could you could do both, right? You could do like whatever mm. uh, you what have what the you naysayer, naysayer proofs, proofs or yeah. something. Naysayer proofs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a mix of both. Uh, although it's quite a bit of overhead, but mm. it'd be it'd be kind of a fun thing. I do think like. The problem with a lot of the we do both things is
2: the wall clock implementation time of that, just like, I I mean, like I said, just like reading some of the optimistic fraud proof code, I actually feel like it's conceptually harder to follow like, the, the state machine of what's happening than a VM, which is, like, crazy to
4: me. Yeah, I be, I feel like you should be able to make, like, a very nice abstraction for, like, rolling back a blockchain because, kind of, you have to do that all the time, like, whenever you fork or whatever. <laughs>
2: but the problem so. is these, like, bisection proofs are sort of, like, not as simple as you think because I have to decide whether I'm invalidating state or execution or, you know, like, and, like, traipse through both of those in both dimensions it's, and like in the zk case you kind of were like okay i can assume this checkpoint is correct from here onwards in the bisection case there's a lot of like oh like do i need to reload the state variable or not and like is it valid at this time it it it's it's quite a bit more hairy cuz you can't trust the you you either do the n squared replay which takes forever or you do this kind of like i keep track of like what i've touched and dirtied and not dirtied and mm-hmm. it's yeah, it it, it's it, it, it's quite a quite a annoying I, I I just think it's like conceptually simple but oh just go look at the unit tests for these things they're they're, <laughs> yeah. they're hairy
1: there's yeah. another thing to remember possibly about doing both which is that you might gain a lot by doing the fraud proof part in zk and like avoid action, and maybe the structure looks more like looks nicer you know, the the internals are still really ugly and hard to audit, but that's the internals. And, you know, maybe in 2024 we'll have better self-contained audited gadgets, but that's like another question. Um, but when you still do both, you just went one step and you probably need to take a few more to actually gain some other properties that Zika rollups have around amortization, which you you're not really going to get with that approach.
2: To Kobe's point about verifiable FHE and verifiable MPC, I think on the positive side, uh, I do feel like roll-ups end up being the place that people will experiment with those and yes. somehow pretend that they don't need a token. So, you know, like, I think that that'll be an interesting experiment. And I, I think it's sort of in the vein of, like, this thing you're saying, like, what if we move past Optimistic or ZK? Well, I think one of those things is, like, you're best candidate.
0: Mm. All right. So the next kind of overarching topic that I wanted to cover were research predictions specifically. Nico, you hinted at a few of these, but I'm curious on the ZK front, you know, if we if we want to say, let's just for simplicity say 2022 lookups, 2023 folding, 2024 small fields, like what is it?
3: Maybe small fields, I think multivariate polynomial IOPs, so, you know, we've been in univariate land for so long. I think multivariate is, we've seen a lot of it at the end of 2023. Okay. And I think we're going to see more in 2024. And again, this idea of we no longer need to think about posting proofs on chain. So we are happy with longer proofs, but faster provers. Um, that also comes from... Uh, sort of confidence we have that oh yeah don't worry worst case we'll put that hardware. in a proof right oh no no not just hardware oh. sometimes people are like oh we make these big proofs but don't worry i'll wrap it in a graph 16 proof mm. i'm not sure it's that easy and i think maybe we're going to need people to look at that a bit closer and actually build these wrapping proofs and make them fast um so maybe that's something for
1: 2024 kobe i think in terms of research i would avoid for myself to make predictions on the low-level stuff. Mm -hmm. But what I think we might see more from teams publishing is using these new methods of either using lookups in a very um, extensive way or using um, binary fields uh, or using small fields or so on. I think we will see more papers that exploit the composition of these things and more constructions that are using the composition of these things, and potentially also addressing what Nico was saying around, yes, let's wrap things and let's make it happen. Um, I I believe we'll at least see some teams making concrete progress around, around those, because that will be a big improvement for performance. So that's something that I would... I would expect to see on the applied research site. Um, and more concretely, I think one of the things that we've seen in recent papers was that they've attached benchmarks, they've shown some stuff, but mm. I'm not sure that these benchmarks are really applicable. Like they talk about table sizes, they talk about measures that don't necessarily translate to what I'm going to to need to understand whether this fits my applications. And I hope that we'll see more works that address that part as well. And I think we've seen one of them, which is called ZK Bench, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure that we'll see more of that.
0: Mm. I was wondering, do you think that in 2024, a research paper about ZK from the Solana team could come out is there any chance that solana gives a shit about zk in 2024
2: no no so so there are teams that will implement zk stuff Mm -hmm. no doubt do i expect new research from them no i but i do think there'll be implementations i think it's like Mm -hmm. light protocol that actually is like sort of live ish i think like you will see tons of stuff there um but not definitely not like research just people porting over code bases of other things
4: i mean i think you'll see other other things appearing in solana land but there will be more there'll be less zk i mean what
2: does the dog with the hat need privacy for (laughs) like that's the first question to ask
0: I mean, who knows? Maybe the crazy NFT market over there forces a need for zk. Maybe the 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 real zk DAO voting. I know there's been experiments, but maybe it's maybe it's there that it really takes off. But that still wouldn't be research. It wouldn't necessarily be like, yeah, new zk proofs. I
2: I, I, I do think their 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 Gnosis Safe alternative and DAO stuff is actually really good. They actually formally verified it. Uh, like it's actually the two I think largest formally fully formally verified uh code bases in crypto are are probably safe and squads and then of course a bunch of defi protocols have formally verified a lot of the pieces but not maybe the whole thing but these multi-sigs that are Dow multi-sigs have been like the most stress tested formally and I, I i think that the solano one's actually probably second to say it's like you know in terms of rigor so Mm. I, I think on the engineering side, you're going to see tons of stuff. There's not going to be zero research.
0: Mm. All right. I think we can move on to our next category, which is dream applications. Ooh. Like, at least the way I formulate this is it's it's sort of user-facing applications, something mm-hmm. that, like, a, an end user could potentially touch. So does anyone want to go first on this one?
3: I, I don't know what application yet, but my dream for 2024 is to see, like, something outside blockchain and web 3
0: mm-hmm. and something kind had of tiny and
3: inconspicuous mm-hmm. you know something where people don't actually really know that they're using zk but it kind of works and eventually they'll realize it's necessary like i want that little seed to be planted
1: cool. don't know
3: how um but i want that to happen
1: so i had a few things on my list so one of these would be again like going back to to identity work i would want to see um more ways for people to use their their web2 identities and basically use cryptographic signatures they already have um, to, to do things on-chain. That would be great. Um, again, I would want to see this in a seamless way, like Nico said. That would be really, really awesome. Mm. And as a consequence, I hope that client-side proving will improve because that will be something that has not been thoroughly looked at. Um, and that also connects to, you know, this topic of attested sensors and all Mm -hmm. of these transformations that you do on on signed data and I would really want to see that explored more because that that might unlock ways to use it outside of of crypto which would be great Mm. Um, although there I also see intermediate ways of doing it with some cryptography and Mm. like some TEs maybe but like that could be interesting as well. Um, yeah, and and in terms of what what else I would want to see, and again, this is just my my dream again, which is I want to see more uh, experiments with with MPC. So, for example, gaming infrastructure using MPC that would be really really amazing um, because that would be this kind of non financial privacy that mm. that users can use again without feeling they're using something heavy or or weird Uh so yeah th- those are things that would be cool
4: yeah i mean i have a a weirder higher level dream that's like maybe not an exact application but it's just like right now i uh, kind of what kobe was gesturing at, which is like zk feels like this very heavy thing mm-hmm. right you want to do something it's yeah. like has to go out to like a server farm somewhere in the middle of nowhere consume a bunch of electricity to get back to you with a you know a nice 256 bit uh proof of whatever the hell you want um and what what i want to see actually and what'd be really cool is um and this also gets a little bit to nico's thing which is you can do things on your computer you nice. people just you press enter something gets shipped off and it's straight from your computer that's fully actually privacy preserving not this fake thing that we kind of do right now yep. uh that sits in someone's like forty ninety gpu or whatever um and and it and your computer actually doesn't warm up too much when you do it yeah. right so it it functions as a as a cat friendly but at least still human friendly uh uh lap warmer so that that's that's the dream i mean that's the high level uh, silly dream uh of just like making things truly practical mm-hmm. i think the lower level but kind of interesting dream is apple adds <gasps> uh attested mm-hmm. photos to an iphone ooh and I think it'll. I think it'll happen. I mean, there's no reason why right mm-hmm. now Apple can't just sign like, you know, a picture you take from your iPhone or something, right? They already have a bunch of things like all their parts are DRM mm-hmm. and all this crap. Which I, I'm I'm not going to comment whether that's good or not. Um, but you, they, they're essentially right now the the company most well uh, posed to do this kinds of things is actually Apple um, because they have such tight control over what things exist in their phones and things like that. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure oh. using their like fancy uh, whatever the T2 chip or whatever actually now it's a different one, but uh, they should be able to do this kind of thing quite quite easily. Actually,
2: isn't this bad for Worldcoin if that happens? Because then anyone <laughs> and their mom will just make Worldcoin as an app on their zk chain, and you don't need the orb.
4: Good. Um, I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't think you can do general. You can do a lot of stuff, but you can't do general computation on their current chip. I just need
2: the attestation and -hmm. then I can basically replicate most of the world ID.
4: Well, I need the attestation. Yeah. The question is like, what do they do attestation for? Is it just images or is it like scans or something? You know, I was Mm -hmm. thinking just images because I, I think other things will probably require a pretty nice user accessible API. Um, but for images, I mean, if you just sign a thing with like one of the keys that Apple has, you know, and you go check apple.com slash, you know, keys or something and you can be like cool yeah like this image actually was signed and this key hasn't been revoked so actually we're we're cool this was taken on an iphone that would be very interesting
1: yes but by, by the way i think apple is is positioned to do it not only because because of its tight control but also because it has shown that it is that they're interested in making mm-hmm. changes in that direction for example end-to-end encryption in icloud is kind of mind-blowing to me the fact of yes that it works well and it it is actually good. Like, mm-hmm. their design is great, so...
3: Same <laughs> with Time Machine. If you've ever yeah, used Time sure. Machine, it's insane. Like,
0: But in what you're, what you're describing there, that's the attestation. It's not a ZKP in it, in, like...
3: Oh, but then you can start proving that the editing you did yeah. on this attested photo... But you're not saying yes, Apple would legit. provide
0: that. Like, because, like, wouldn't it be really cool if Apple pr- had the attestation and the filters that also, like... And maybe they would have that where they're using a ZKP through any sort of filtering, any sort of like post production, mm-hmm. and actually spit out something that's like proven back to the source.
3: They might acquire someone who does it. I think
4: the simplest thing right now that's going to happen is like you just provide the original, it's fine, and then you just provide the edits, yeah. and someone can be like, "Oh yeah, like those are actually not that different," or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm sure at some point, actually, they could even do it all in TE or something. I don't know if they're going to do this, but. Uh, or they could do the ck the stuff, vision
2: but... pro has a good t or like enclave oh, it does. like it has yeah it has like a much better enclave than the phone so i'm actually yeah. more curious oh, about the vision pro as like the the thing that is easier to do this with than mm-hmm. the and i think it comes out in like two weeks or something now so what is the yeah. vision
0: pro is it a video camera
2: the, the vr, VR? Oh, the, VR AR, the mix oh, mix mixed
3: reality really goggles good.
1: yeah Yeah,
0: Apple. It
2: has a much, it has much better like set of
3: processing. Sorry, I think you meant uh, the spatial computing device. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry,
2: sorry. I I I forgot marketing speak one on one. My bad.
0: (laughs) But you're the CMO, Tarun.
2: (laughs) No, no, I'm the CMO for this podcast. I'm not. I'm not the CMO for Apple. CMO for Apple is like above my pay grade.
3: actually back to your first point More like i had something similar written down which is zk creds which is like this this paper from two three years ago and it's basically you and your government id at home making that into an anonymous credential Mm -hmm. you're at home you're using standard hardware there's no trusted party you interact Mm -hmm. with a blockchain maybe a bit but that's it you transform your government issued id into an anonymous credential that you can use anywhere you want Mm -hmm. and that's on my like dream list for 2024. like, And I think teams are building towards that. And that feeds into the sort of ZK email, ZK login type of thing. It's also the mm-hmm. same kind of reasoning going on.
1: Yeah, and I think pulling on that thread, uh, things being kind of SDKable and mm-hmm. being extensible will will be an increasing theme, which would be great. Mm. I would love to see that.
0: Tarun, do you have a dream application?
2: I mean, mine are always the boring ones. like. <laughs> You know, using it in the MEV auction instead of a TE. Using, yeah. You know, like, basically take all the shit people do at TEs and find one of those fucking things and, like, do it with ZK or IO or whatever, you know. Like, in the case of, like, Signal, right? Signal is a great example. of Someone who uses fucking ORAM and SGX and could do things with ZK but mm-hmm. literally has said it would cost them a 100 times as much and their UX sucks and they tried mm. and they gave up. And I feel <laughs> okay. like I feel like those use cases are very tangible and like here today right like signal signal I actually per-
3: wrote a paper with kobe about having an alternative for their like sgx or around yes. things
2: really i just yeah. think those mm-hmm. things are so those things are so easy like those yeah. things are exist already and they're like are they're more like engineering plus optimization than they are like you need a new prover completely but mm-hmm. no one finds them sexy right everyone would mm-hmm. rather like they get their 10 percent better folding mechanism out <laughs> instead of working on that
1: I <laughs> I mean I have more criticisms for Signal more generally in terms of how they use cryptography, right? Like even the their use of cryptography is not just they're not using ZK. Uh. It's it's more that they have this whole double ratchet thing and that can give you OTR of the record so that you can effectively deny any message that you've sent, but you don't have any tool to do that. So that that's why people can still see a screenshot from Signal and believe it. And that shouldn't be the case. Like, if I see a screenshot from Signal, it should be completely fake. Like, maybe when I send the message, it should just be garbage right after. Don't tell the
2: U.S. government that in their prosecution of SBF, where 50% of <laughs> oh the, my God. the things were signal screenshots. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Actually,
3: so be, that, I'm surprised that, exist. that uh, yeah. deniability wasn't higher up in your dreams list.
1: Mm. Um, I, I think it should exist, but I think it... I think that I would really want it to happen and actually make a good point. I want it to happen because I kind of feel that it replicates the in-person experience when you're online, because when you're talking in person, you have this confidence that that. You, if you if you will be repeated, no one will believe them or something like that. And no that should be the case. To us, don't worry, this is
3: your <laughs> <laughs> confidence, Kobe. Yeah, right now <laughs> I know it's I know. A...
1: But like Tarun said, they are using this as evidence in courts, and they should. In shouldn't court, be able yeah, to... exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. They shouldn't it, be able I,
2: to. I I I just think like there's there's a sense in which there's all this stuff that already exists, and don't get me wrong. Despite all the hacks to teas and whatever, they, clearly they are being used by hundreds of millions of people every day, yeah. maybe maybe billions, right? And I don't know, chipping off 1% of that, to me, is like the ultimate, that would be a good success case, right,
4: mm-hmm. for ZK? I mean, every every Apple machine, there you go, has a nice little TE in it. Actually, multiple if you're not careful. Right, yeah.
0: My dream applications were an identity product people want, so I know you guys already hit mm-hmm. that, uh, a popular privacy app that offers a way to have privacy but does manage to keep some of the criminal activity like clearly at bay, provably at bay. And sort of this is a wish that, I mean, this is this is a use case or application that's been floated so much and I doubt it's close, but it would be like any genetic testing. Like mm. I just, the more I learn about the fact that that's out there and oh, there's yeah. so, such poor privacy controls, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's so dangerous. And so any sort of Medical like sensitive medical data being secured by ZK would be amazing
4: this is Anna discovers uh, differential privacy and for databases <laughs> uh, arc. This is like a thing <laughs> that a bunch of people were doing back in 2010 ten oh, years like, ago Cynthia Dwork, oh. 2016 yeah, yeah. or something, which is like how do you do like genetic yeah. testing privately without like without too many queries and all this stuff. I think a very funny part about this is
2: 23 and Me wrote a bunch of papers about this and then proceeded to never use to it. Just never do it.
0: <laughs> Awful.
1: Not give one shit. Th- like, not at all. I think the Stark paper, like, that was the example that they gave, yep. right? <laughs> like, DNA yeah, testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, actually.
0: My last stream application is also the uh, ZK outside of blockchain. There's no mm, tan- tangible use case I can offer there, but just something... Uh, the signal really cool. sig-
2: the
4: signal use case is a, is a tangible, cool. non-blockchain yeah. use case. Very
0: true, true. Okay, just, yeah.
4: my one thing is ZK and blockchain just happen to play very nicely because blockchain is a very nice database to record public things that can mm-hmm. then later be verified.
3: It's also a very good public verifier. So I it's write a proof true. that it's publicly verifiable. Yep. Who do I get to verify it? Blockchain.
0: And it has, it has a funding mechanism built in. I think that's, that's a so. big reason why. Also, this,
4: this <laughs> <Yeah>. definitely true. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, you know, if you're going to go publish, you're going to go down this rabbit hole of doing a bunch of privacy stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then be like, okay, cool. I'm just going to host like my public key in like this random server that anyone can take over. It's like, okay, well, like why the hell did you do all of this damn thing in the first mm-hmm. place? Someone could just trust your server, you know, to do the right thing. So yeah. it's kind of a, it's, it's this very nice like... Okay, I am publicly broadcasting that, for example, this pub key is indeed mine, and like here is like a bunch of fancy stuff. Like, and, and now anyone can access it at any point in time,
0: like mm-hmm. without
4: being DOS, because that's kind of the whole point, right? So, uh, anyway, sorry, that's my soapbox over.
1: Although but, I think more generally um, that blockchains, like you said, are a good public database that you know you can put things there. But more generally, blockchain has been a good source of signed data. And now that you will have more signed data, you can do more outside of blockchain.
0: All right. We have 15 minutes left in this episode, and we have a few kind of, I'm thinking almost like rapid fire questions we can go through because... Yeah, I had this list that I wanted to share. It was best case scenario for ZK, worst case scenario for ZK, most likely scenario for ZK, black swan event, which I I love that we try to predict those, and breakthroughs that could change everything. Okay, so best case scenario for ZK in 2024. Go.
2: Something that isn't a roll-up gets more than 10 users. (laughs) cool. (laughs) And isn't the orb. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. Yes.
3: I want see some kind of solution to like the civil attacks, right? So again, not the orb, not necessarily a proof of personhood, but get use zk to get rid of like spam and bots, essentially.
1: Mm. Kobe. Um, non-financial privacy gets more attention, <gasps> and the performance of client-side proofs, like Guillermo saying that that's gonna be really important for twenty twenty-four.
0: Okay. Best case, Guillermo. Um.
4: Uh, a famous Web2 application using ZK mm-hmm. in some non, in some small but non-trivial way. And this is stealing a little bit of Nico's.
2: Wait, podcast. quick question, question okay. quick question. Do you consider non-consumer-facing Web2 applications as yes. that? I do, actually. So, like, if Cloudflare does this and no one knows, mm-hmm. that counts? Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: This is best case mm-hmm. scenario for ZK. I mean, mine was breakthrough into the mainstream conscience in the best mm-hmm. way, in, like, a really positive obvious, like the benefits are clearly articulated way. That would be the best case scenario for ZK in 2024. Wow, we're going
4: for some real dreams here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> worst case scenario for the ZK. I'm going to start because I just shared mine. Mainstreamed in the worst possible way, <laughs> connected to crime <laughs> Yes. or whatever, like something worse, like the worst possible... Wait, I feel possible... like that
3: was 2022. It was a little like, bit. That's happened but... already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like it could be worse. I don't no know fair. if it was that mainstreamed. Like
3: No, no, I agree. It wasn't mainstreamed. A lot of
0: people outside of this space didn't really hear that yeah. much about that. It so, was mainstream
3: crypto hearing about yeah, ZK. Exactly. In that way. Yeah.
0: They didn't associate it necessarily with ZK, but that's my worst case scenario for ZK. Wait, wait I have I
2: have I have another one to add for best case. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Best case. There's a meme coin based off ZK. Oh. <laughs> like
0: we need a, we need the
2: Dogecoin of ZK.
0: Okay, worst uh, case, no. there's a meme going on ZK. <laughs> 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 just kidding, just kidding. No, but that's good. Okay. Okay, worst case, though, Tarine, what's your worst case?
2: The worst case to me is probably ZK rollups uh, are unable to get traction at the expense of optimistic rollups. And then optimistic rollups, sort of, to Kobe, is what Kobe hinted at in the beginning, like maybe don't care as much about full guarantees over time. Mm-hmm uh and don't you know like the 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 saying like hey we're gonna add zk is sort of more lip service than action or something like that would be bad right because like it would kind of be like string zk gets strung along as like zk roll ups or zk used in roll up security is touted as being important but then it's sort of more of the straw man thing and that's not like good in the long run because mm. then people will just be like well no one cares about this technology right so that to me is
4: the worst case doomsday That's a
0: good worst case Okay Guillermo what's your worst, worst
4: case Worst case is cryptography wars 2.0 Ooh. That's my worst what case does
0: that what does that mean
4: uh, so I guess qu- quickly in the 90s there was a bunch of crypto- cryptography wars because uh, the U.S. government did not oh. allow
0: yeah 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 uh,
4: the creation or export of essentially open source software to do cryptography.
0: It was considered uh, military or something, right? It was,
4: that's right. And so putting it in oh, open yeah. source would be considered like you know releasing military Reason. munitions to like Whoa. foreign governments or something.
2: The nice thing uh, is that so many people working in zk aren't in the U.S., so I don't think this is like this is much less of the 90s and 80s problem as it is. Unfortunately, was. then it was like a hundred percent here.
4: Yeah, but but the EU and the UK are not headed, let's say, in the in the best direction on that. Yeah. island. Yeah.
2: So, exactly.
1: Yeah.
4: As long as there's enough difference in direction,
2: like as long as they're not like a vector all pointing in the same direction, but there's okay. some diffusion, I actually think that's fine. Then they won't agree on something. You can just jump them from one to the other as needed. Exactly. Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, Nico.
3: Uh, worst case is we. Get cold feet. Like we haven't found the killer app. We start being a bit scared. VC money is dwindling a bit because they got excited about LLMs, and people <gasps> stop dreaming and building. Right? Like that's Ooh. for me the worst case.
0: That's a good worst case. Guess, really. yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, Kobe. Uh,
1: so first of all, the the constant one is a big hack. Um, mm. Snarks are broken. Starks are broken. bnus is broken. If that's my we most needs... likely. <laughs>
0: that's my black swan. <laughs> <laughs> most likely oh my god nico
1: <laughs> well not in that
0: way
2: I'll, I'll tell you in a second when we get that there was, that was my black swan also yeah Wow, well, <laughs> we all have the same
3: black swan
1: <laughs> but uh two orders of magnitude in our, in performance to fix it and we we kind of go back and be really sad and maybe opt to use centralized or optimistic solutions for many many years because of that mm. Um, that, that would
0: be, that would be bad. That's um, bad. But yeah. Okay. Most likely.
3: So I have hack, but either oh. way like snarks are broken, but more like one ZK app or one thing that is deployed is going to have vulnerability and we're not going to catch it before it's live. And we've seen like audits catch really important things. We've seen white hats and bug bounty programs mm. catch very important things. So I think there will be a hack and the sooner the better, if anything. Wow.
2: You're the person who exposes their children to allergens to re- re- reduce their future allergies.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a good idea, mind you. Yeah. Perhaps, unclear, but Okay, most
4: likely Honestly for me it's most likely the store remains like a mostly research year with not that many applications found. Ooh. I know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Tarun, most likely.
4: Um, most likely is that I'm going to
2: I'm going to be the optimist here is ah. that one zk roll up I'm not sure which one will cross a billion dollars in some notion of value locked this year but the irony is it might not be a ethereum zk roll up that's that's like an, oh. that, 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 I, I'm not saying that that I I think that's true but I do think there's so many non EVM zk roll ups that people are interested in in 2024 and like i think one of them will launch and maybe we'll have a craze around Mm. it also
1: is it a zk roll-up if it's not on ethereum (laughs) don't
2: don't don't talk to any of these bitcoin zk roll-up people you'll suddenly you'll suddenly get some very funny answers
0: (laughs) oh is that where you're you're thinking it might be on bitcoin no
2: no 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 no, no. i'm not i'm not (laughs) saying it will be (laughs) but i i i do i do think that there are the the bitcoin zk roll-up community is very weird. Whoa. And, and I do think if they launched, the billion dollars of TVLs are easy for them to get.
0: Whoa. Compared we to, should it, have that on the own. show. We have never covered that. That is like, is it weird good? It's, well,
2: I do feel like they're forced to use Starks, but that's mm-hmm. something, okay. you know, maybe on an episode where you interview someone, you can talk to them about. But like, I think it's basically impossible to do Starks and mainly because elliptic curves are very annoying to deal with yeah. in Bitcoin script okay, okay. versus hashing.
0: Maybe, most likely.
1: Um, I think some specific zk applications will be deployed on on new systems or like in a more performant mm. way. But when I say applications, I don't mean something that really people need or use yet. But I just mean use cases that are possible for people to use. So something like zkML or mm. thing of that sort think that kind of thing will be deployed. And I also think that um, we will still have messy ZK developer experience that will not be what we want yet, although there is huge leaps there, but not yet. And the last thing would be that we will potentially, because of these new things that I mentioned, there will be more devs doing ZK.
3: Don't we love the messy experience? Like, it's, it's... part of the charm of doing ZK. Is exactly, how, like, that's part of the
1: fun, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Black Swan time. Ooh, I it heard. sounds this like we is... all have the same one. Well, yeah, one of mine was major bug in an underlying yeah. graph 16 library or some fundamental plonk version that everyone is using.
3: Yeah, uh, same. And it's funny because, <laughs> yeah. like, but it's funny that if we're all convinced of this, is it really a black swan event or is it just that <laughs> yes, or yeah, or it yeah, most yeah. we're just all the waiting we, to hit the wall? Yeah,
0: black swan's kind of a funny, it's like the thing we fear. Maybe this should be like boogeyman, like the, the yeah. thing under the bed, the thing we're actually scared of. But oh, but it exists.
3: <laughs> That's the thing.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I maybe, maybe I would condition mine on like, I actually think the source of this will like more likely come from translation rather than like intrinsic bug. Like, mm. you know, the, there's all these yeah. compilation steps and translation steps and, like, mm-hmm. actually auditing the whole end-to-end thing is much harder than any individual piece. And I think those translation steps, like, between, like, a circuit and a polynomial representation or between, you know, somewhere yeah, in there is... Yeah, that's t- exactly... It, it, it's, like, stuff like that that is much
3: more likely to be the... Wow. Mm-hmm. There's a really good report by the Open Zeppelin team, actually, about a recent, like, sort of mis-implementation of Fiat Tremere bug that they found,
0: mm. which I recommend. Guillermo.
4: Black Swan. This is the one that I had the hardest time with. I mean, like, yeah, I could say hack, but um, I wanted to come up with something more interesting. Unfortunately, I don't think I did. I oh. the hard part about Black Swan, so you can't predict them. I yeah. have
0: another one. <laughs> Should I share mine, then? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, go for I'll it. I'll fill in. So it's a politician... A powerful politician hears about ZK, doesn't understand it, and trains their guns on it.
4: Oh, I guess that's like
2: Guillermo's. That's sort of like Guillermo's yeah. uh, worst case. Yeah, it's,
4: yeah, it's uh, where I was going with it with that, like it would be the, the unfortunate happenstance of someone who doesn't really know what they're talking about doing things. But that, that mm. many such cases, I guess. Yeah. I
2: think another Black Swan would be that a politician is a proponent that's even more surprising <laughs> <laughs> yeah black have to be bad right I guess it's true yeah Ooh. it could be it could be a like Aren't imagine, they bad,
0: usually like, imagine um, a bad
2: imagine if else. like Donald Trump was like I love ZK no one can yeah. see my Nft sales <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say what are you gonna <laughs> say about that like
0: <laughs> oh my god very good okay last point we don't have too much time left Uh, I had no answer for this one. It's breakthroughs that could change everything.
3: I have some some cryptography dreams. Yeah, that's what
0: I thought. There might be some like cryptography breakthroughs yeah. that could change everything.
3: So one of them is what we call witness encryption. So I encrypt something to like a public key, and the private key is like some secret that no one knows yet. But someone might discover it later, and whoever discovers the secret first gets to decrypt whatever I wrote. That has some really f- strong potential applications. The other one is uh, indistinguishability obfuscation, like
4: I O.
0: Disting- distinct- indistinguishability. indistinguishability obfuscation. That
2: was what I was gonna Ooh. say. Damn it!
0: Oh, really?
3: Uh, yes. Great. <laughs> so happy we're all here. Uh, but it's the idea that like you can hide the inner workings of your program, so you can have a program that's public, but you hide the inner workings. So inside oh, yeah. it can contain like a private key. And it can do some secret stuff, um, but the rest of the world isn't aware of how it's happening.
0: Cool. Tarun, do you want to expand?
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, I.O. at least has like some of the dreams that people have of private computation, um, despite sort of all the complexity theory problems with it, of like, well, if you really can make a practical I.O., then you have some very weird things about P, P equals NP or not have -hmm. have to be true. Um, But I I think there's kind of this idea that, you know, if we think about something like ZK, you have like fully public program, fully public trace can be verified. And then you have FHE where it's like, there's still some public information, uh, sufficiently enough public information, that side channel stuff you have to be much more careful with. But I.O. somehow lets you not have to think that hard about that in theory. So it's this idea of like you can be lazy about how you send people information and still be kind of like, all right, well, they can't really figure out everything. Versus like, you know, whenever people talk about FHE, right, the number one criticism, which usually T people love giving, is, uh, oh, well, someone has to decrypt the the final output. Mm-hmm right and like the threshold Mm -hmm. group has to decrypt it and and io lets you avoid some of that and so the t people have no remark to io but then again io also means complexity theory stuff is not fun if true so Mm.
1: that's interesting that's actually not my biggest criticism with fhe (laughs) (laughs) uh,
2: biggest. you should read andrew miller's criticisms they're always about this
1: yeah like my, my biggest is the fact that like you don't know what runs there like People can run anything about in your server text. So
0: what is a breakthrough that you think could change everything?
1: So unfortunately it's similar to what the others have said a bit, which okay. is this indistinguishability obfuscation.
0: IO, Maybe just we've to just put, learned yeah, short exactly.
1: form. Okay. IO uh, lowercase i mm-hmm. capital O. Oh. Um where the way that I like to look at it, and I think that I've seen also Vitalik using this framing, which is that Smart contracts can then hold private keys, uh, which is something that would be extremely powerful, mm. that that would change
0: a lot. Amazing. What about you, Guillermo? What is a breakthrough that could change everything?
4: Uh, I mean, I, I was going to say like an actually practical, like ZK. Like, I think, I think that's still the biggest one. It's like, it's boring. It's simple. It's easy. It's something we could probably just do, but still haven't done.
0: All right. So I feel like we have covered all of the questions that I came prepared with, all of our predictions, but we actually also have some like tangible events coming up that we wanted to share. So next week, January 16th, we are kicking off our four-week ZK Hack 4 online event. Uh, and actually it will be kicking off with Kobe, Nico, and I doing a presentation. This is sort of Nico's brainchild, the ZK jargon decoder. But we're doing a session live uh, as part of our event. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I started when I joined like this ZK world, I guess, like a year and a half, two years ago, um, came across a lot, a lot of new words. And often, you get different definitions for them. And eventually, when you understand the concept, you're like, ah, that wasn't so hard. Why did it take me so long? So, I started writing these small definitions, which I hoped were short in the path for everyone. And uh, I guess now we're doing a live session. So, we're going to cover some definitions. We're going to hopefully take some live questions as they come in.
0: Yeah. Should be fun. And this is happening on January 16th. We are doing four weeks this time for ZK Hack 4 online. It's virtual, anyone can join. It's free. I'll add the link in the show notes. We might even have a mention of this in the intro of this episode. And I want to do a little throwback to the origin story here because ZK Hack, generally as a project, started as this multi week online event. And this is the fourth time that we're, that we're running it. Anyone who's familiar with the show would have heard about ZK Hack. It has since spun out into a, a full, like its own project, its own company. Um, it has a very active Discord. And um, yeah, this time around, we're going to be doing three puzzles. Kobe, do you want to share a little bit about the puzzles? Because I know they're coming together already. So yeah, share a little about what people can expect.
1: Yeah, happily. So just as a context for people that maybe haven't seen all the puzzles from before. So usually the puzzles are about how protocols can break in ways that are real. And some of the puzzles that we show are actually exploits that have been out there in the wild. And... What I know about myself, and I think I've seen that works for others as well, is that people really learn the best by doing. And so when they understand how to actually exploit the protocol themselves using this more self-contained example, and that helps them learn a lot mm-hmm. uh, on, on the way. Um, and specifically for ZK Hack 4, uh, we came up with a theme for the puzzles, which is what happens when you hand wave your security proofs, <laughs> um, which, is, which is really, really something that we sometimes see out there.
3: Don't roll your own crypto.
1: <laughs> and if you do, write proper proofs, yeah. at least. <laughs> um, and when you don't, that's what happens. And uh, yeah, the puzzles are, uh, as usual, are Arcworks-based and people can catch up. I'll also share some resources on X for people to to catch up on things. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, that's the plan.
0: Very cool. And our plan... And and since this event is actually running four weeks, so we're meeting every Tuesday for a workshop, and in between those workshops, that's when that puzzle hacking competition is running. So we're going to have three unique puzzles spread out over four weeks. Each week, we're going to let one out in the wild, and then hopefully you solve it quickly. It's very CTF-like, so the faster you solve it, the more points you get, but obviously it has to be solved correctly, Um, (laughs) and there will be prizes and glory to be achieved through this. We also, I mean, Kobe. We this is our fourth time doing this. The the ZK Hack project really started from your idea of doing the puzzles, and then we kind of built everything around it. I know for me, it's like a way to get to know some of the experts in the space, especially those who might be like working in teams but aren't on stages, they're not loud on Twitter, all of a sudden like the ZK Hack puzzle hacking competition brings them out and then we get to find out who they are.
3: ZK Hack 1 has a special place in my heart because that is that is when I first got in touch with this whole community.
0: Wow, really? Like I
3: had studied cryptography and ZK at university.
0: Oh, no way. And
3: then, I don't know, didn't really find anything that was kind of privacy oriented with good people until I came across ZK Hack One.
0: Whoa, I didn't yeah. know that. Nico, that's so cool. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I I met a lot of really smart and quieter people, like you said, through ZK Hack. And my my impression is that it also helped these people get get into like the ZK job market as well, mm-hmm. which was great to see. I really love seeing that and I also love to see how it grew to have these study clubs or study groups that uh, that exist now because I think that's also been really influential for people.
0: Totally. You just mentioned actually hiring. We should mention there's going to be a ZK jobs fair which is a recruiting and like job finding opportunity. We do this virtual we kind of create a virtual space teams can meet with potential applicants, but it's very casual so you can do this without, like, before you send the application, get to know the team you're thinking of working with um, over at the job fair. And that will be happening after our final session on February 6th. Cool. Okay, I have one other event I want to mention, which is ZK11. Applications to attend or speak are open now. I'll add the link to that in the show notes, too. It's invite only, so you do have to apply even to attend. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Tarun, you have an event coming up, too. What's going on in your world?
2: Yeah, so just high level, um, basically a bunch of us sometime last year, I think around ETH Denver last year, were thinking about sort of the state of more uh, like DeFi research and mechanism research within crypto. Um, There's sort of this interesting thing where it's sort of in this like no man's land in between pure econ research and pure sort of algorithmic game theory research. Um, and it doesn't hasn't had like its own conference venue or place where people kind of share ideas on it you know kind of it's not really in consensus it's not really in ck it's not really in mechanism design it's not really in econ like it kind of has this like weird it's in the middle thing and so we were like hey how do we make a new venue for research that is in that form and like some of that has gotten published in all these different subfields but like a place where that that the real gestation of those ideas can can come to their full fruition, and that is what TLDRs, which stands for the latest in DeFi research. It's not mm-hmm. you know, maybe, the, maybe the name is a little bit not
1: <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, and we're got our research. first
2: conference in May. We also funded, I forget the exact number, but I think it's like twelve fellows who oh, cool. for doing research. So we we have a fellowship program. Um, so people who are interested in DeFi research but like needed sort of the a kick and some money um, kind of can can do it. So that will be in May 2024.
0: Amazing. Thank you all for coming on and sharing with us this uh, look forward at 2024 in ZK.
2: Remember everything you have said in this podcast, canon will be used against you in next year's <laughs> podcast.
0: True. <laughs> all right. Uh big thank you to the podcast team, Henrik, Rachel, Tanya and to our listeners, thanks for listening.